Anne B. asks, If we all suddenly became really good at philosophy, how similar would our lives be? What kinds of differences in personality, personal preference, etc. would still be widespread? There's tons of problems that would just get a lot better really fast. Like, people are sad a lot. People are miserable. People fight with each other a lot. They fight with their family. They fight with their friends. They're petty and mean to people on the internet. They do cyberbullying and IRL bullying. And not just like the high school bully who beats you up for lunch money, but like, there's lots of like cruelty oriented bullying that's only with words and not fists. And girls do that too. It's not just boys. You know, stuff like that could be way, way better. People would be like learning things all the time instead of just like, you know, after 20, they don't really learn much anymore. Have uh, way more programmers, so we'd be able to like automate the economy way more. We'd have way better politics. We'd have a way more capitalist society because people would very quickly be able to learn and understand a bunch of stuff about economics and liberalism and political philosophy and so on. So we could have a far more capitalist society, get rid of all sorts of terrible laws and regulations and government agencies that are doing lots of harm. We could have a better foreign policy. Um, right now there's a lot of like compromises and mixed messages in the US foreign policy. And if we had a much more like clear, decisive policy that that would do better. We need to figure out like the right things to do and do them like well and effectively and not with not in a compromising way, but actually get them done and then figure out what things we shouldn't be doing and then just don't do them at all instead of doing like half and half. Like that would just make things way better even without going into the details of like what the actual correct foreign policy is. Like what the US currently has does in foreign policy under like you know the last several presidents at least has been pretty wishy-washy it hasn't been like very like clear and principled and thematic it's been a little of this and a little of that and so like no matter what you think is like the right foreign policy it just doesn't look like we're doing it like like look at the Iraq war whether it was a good idea or not I think we can all agree it wasn't a very good idea to do it and then a few months later have like half the country hate it and keep fighting about it and arguing about it all the time and like have half the country try to undermine it like either we should have not done it at all or we should have done it and followed through and won the war quickly and decisively and like put in the resources and had the will to win you know either win it or don't do it but but don't start the war and then you know, have ongoing protests at home against your own war. Like, that's not helping. That's not the best way to organize things. Anyway, on more of a personal level, like, so many people are suicidal at some point, or just really sad sometimes, or spend a lot of time, like, hiding from their problems, or choose a career because of parental pressure, or get married because of parental pressure. Like, there's a lot of pressure to to provide grandkids and stuff. Like, stuff like that is not making people's lives better, that they're doing that under pressure. And there, there is a concern now that if they weren't pressured to do that, they might do something worse if they had their own choice. Like, that, that's a real concern too. 
So I'm not just saying like that the parents are always in the wrong about like what's a good idea or what's a good lifestyle, but you know, if everyone was a lot wiser, they, they could like come to agreements about it. They could discuss it rationally rather than just operating in terms of pressure and obedience or resistance. You know, there, there's better dynamics for talking about lifestyles and and if if everyone was way wiser and better at running their own lives and better at solving their problems and so on, then having a much more like voluntary attitude, like there'd be much less need to try to pressure and control your kids because you'd have like a lot less to worry about. Like if you were super confident that they could just run their own lives really well, it'd be a lot easier for parents to let go and, and leave them alone more. Or not necessarily leave them alone, but like only interact in ways that everyone's really happy about and likes with mutual benefit. And so the second part of the question was about what sort of differences between people would still be widespread. So for example, people would have different interests. You know, some people would like anime and some people wouldn't be interested in anime. That, that would stay the same. Some people would like sushi and some wouldn't. Some people would be interested in cooking and some wouldn't. Like there's all sorts of different things. And, you know, today I sort of encourage everyone to be more interested in philosophy. But if everyone was already, like, really good at philosophy by today's standards, then we'd get to a point where, you know, some people would be interested in philosophy and, like, specialize in it and be, like, the, the really advanced philosophers. And other people would, you know, go have other interests. Right now, like, most people are really bad at philosophy, so it's something everyone should get better at because it's such a basic core skill. It's things like critical thinking and learning how to learn and learning how to judge ideas. Those are, those are core skills everyone needs, how to communicate, how to organize your thoughts, how to take a problem and break it down into parts and persevere. Things like that are, and like how much to listen to authority, how to like judge things for yourself. There's all sorts of stuff like that that is like this core life skill that would be really good for most or basically everyone to have. And, you know, schools, to some extent, claim that they're already teaching that and that they respect those things, but they're not doing a very good job. So to the extent that people just don't have those basic philosophical skills, those basic skills about how to think and learn and deal with stuff mentally, how to be intelligent, you know, everyone should learn philosophy. But once everyone gets to, like, you know, everyone's good at it, then not everyone needs to be like a specialist, like super advanced philosopher. They can go do other things. They can take their philosophical skill and go apply it to medicine or law or whatever else, you know, physics, farming. There's, there's a ton of different great things in the world. And also right now there's like a shortage of philosophers. Philosophy is a field that's super important and has a huge shortage of people who are doing good work in the field. But if everyone was really good at philosophy, then we could no longer have a shortage in philosophy and still have, like, you know, most people left over to do other things. So there'd, there'd be a lot less reason to tell someone, hey, you should be a philosopher. Because, like, one, they're already good at the thinking skills, and two, we already have enough philosophers. That would be a better situation. And, like, parenting would change so much if people were good at philosophy. So, like, kids would grow up to, like, also be good at thinking and stuff, and It'd basically be kind of like everyone was a genius because what people think of as a genius is more like a normal person who's just living up to part of their potential in part of their life and just isn't totally broken in all ways. It is like a more accurate depiction of a genius. Like, genius is not like this special thing where 
you have some special ability no one else has. It's just the kind of potential everyone has, but that gets fucked up by school and stuff.